in the stars. Welcome back, everybody, to Golf DMV. And just like that, January 2024 is over. By the time you're listening to this, unless you're like literally listening right after we posted or the day after, I guess I'm making it more complicated than it has to be because it's the 30th today, the 31st tomorrow. But chances are you're listening to this and it's February already. We got a lot to get to. We've got uh, Lawrence Brooks uh, at a concert, a blues concert. He's going to give us a concert update. We've got LPGA and we've got PGA. And I honestly don't know where to start other than the fact that, you know, um, we're getting text messages from just the golf fanatics. Matt Naylor sends a text message about, hey, something's something with the, you know, again and your handicap. handicap. Yeah. And he sends a screenshot of, of like, you know, like where you started in the one season and where you ended up. You know, that was Lou's screenshot, by the way. That, that wasn't yeah. Matt's screenshot. That yeah, was right. Lou. That was Matt's yeah. screenshot. And then, no. you know, Mike and I were talking over the weekend and, you know, Mike's talking about, you know, meeting up at City Swing because he wants to reset with a whole new eye. Like, I mean everybody's just trying to get ready for the next the next season. And the only thing I'm trying to figure out is why do my irons keep going right when I couldn't stop everything from going left? Left, left. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, it's like if you were to do a sitcom, say, uh, you know, previously on Golf DMV, and you see me slicing <laughs> something to the left, and it's like, <laughs> and now everything's going right. And I'm like, why is it doing this? No. And then it, then you hit the theme song, and then you go into the next season of the, of the mm-hmm. show. But, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what any of that's about. But um, I will, but Vern also this weekend, um, like, uh, uh, got me a little hype too for professional golf because he says, you know what, we, yeah, we've got the pro am coming up this weekend. But then, yeah, and as Vern, you can't see him, guys, but he just moved his hand like, yeah, whatever. Skip, you know, yeah. Skip. But <laughs> after that, we got the Phoenix Open. Yep. Then you got the Genesis. And don't forget, the Arnold Palmer event moved up oh, in the mm-hmm. schedule. So that's yes. after the Genesis. Yep. Then you've got the Masters. Yep. And so, we're gearing up for, you know, and for anyone following Liv, you have the lit. No, I'm just I don't know. I don't know what's coming up. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, um, um, so, yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, we'll start with Vernon LB. Do you feel the gears starting to grind a little bit? Like, yeah, it's almost time to come out of hibernation and start hitting some hitting some golf balls. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I actually feel like I'm a little bit behind because it's been a real chill January and December for me. I haven't, I haven't really done anything. I haven't really engaged with content other than, like I said, occasionally looking at headlines, reading it's, some it's golf It's golf version of dry January, essentially. Basically, basically, yeah. essentially. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but no, I'm, uh, when I started, it was, I had the revelation when I started looking through uh, on my phone to Chrome, and you, when you pull up golf, they'll show you the tournaments at the top, and you can just start sliding to the right to see, you know, week after week after week, and it's like when I, I only hit like maybe five slides, and it said Masters, and I was like, oh, then it was like, you know, Valero, and then yeah. looking through them, like you said, Claude, I'm like, oh, this one's important, I'm watching Genesis, Riviera, that's legit, oh, yeah. I'm watching that, they're gonna be up for that, so... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm slowly, slowly, slowly getting there. And then I would say that all the, um, you know, we've gone to the sim the last two weeks in a row. I think we're scheduled to go again this week. And that's helped too. Cause like I said, I haven't really been, other than doing some speak speaking in the house, I haven't really been doing too much, a little bit of shipping here and there, but, uh, it's going to be game time. And I'm planning some events for 
Golf DMV members, which I was just texting our oh. buddy Aaron about. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, three three individual, three team. This is what I settled on, and we'll, there'll be details to follow for members of Golf DMV. If you're listening <laughs> and you're in the Maryland area and you want to get out and hit with some people, please go to the website, email us, uh, yeah. and, and hit us up, and we, we'll get yeah, you out. We got to see you first. Yeah. yeah, you'll have to play with us a couple rounds first, so we can just so we can make get a sure sense. that we actually want to include mm-hmm. you in some yeah. of the more yeah. that, and then so we understand like like uh, what I call the delta. So this is like what's your handicap is and then what you actually play it might be legit you either legit or you have a delta it's like oh okay he's this but he's really the x or y yeah and it might be an asshole too <laughs> that's what Claude's saying yes and for that reason yeah we want to play and that doesn't mean we won't play with you ever it's just no. that you know we're just we're a little picky we'll limit about you which, uh, yeah as far as who we pair you with and and how often yeah. you get to come out come out and play with the um, uh, with the group. LB, uh, do you find yourself getting excited about the professional golf season coming up with uh, the things that are approaching? Uh, professional golf, no. Um, okay. Not really. Um, personally, I, I am getting a little excited. I actually, I had my clubs in the car Saturday. I was on my way to the range. Mm-hmm. And my grandson called and then it, that changed my plans for the day. But I was, that's where I was going because I had drove past there earlier uh, and pe- rode past Laytonsville, and it was like only like three people on the range. I'm like, oh, this is perfect time. I'm I'm going to get some of that, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> ran home and got my stuff, and then my my plans changed. So, but yeah, so I am looking forward to playing. Um, I mean, the PGA obviously, you know, we we the collective golf in V we we pay attention to the PGA and the LPGA. So right. that to me, that's a given. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in, even the the trash tournament that was this past weekend. I'll watch a little bit of that. Um, but, yeah, so the, the pros is a given. But personally, I am looking forward to to this year and, 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 and playing a lot more golf this year than I did last year. Okay. Well, let's talk about that trash tournament, the Farmers Insurance Open that happened last weekend. <laughs> um, the, the only thing that I noticed, there were two things that I noticed. Number one, um, so there's a guy that I work with when I do U.S. Open tennis. His name is Jim Knapp. And there's a J-Nap that was in the lead headed into the final round. I'm wondering, is that Jason? I'd be like, is that his brother or cousin or something? So I should have texted him, but I didn't. But maybe yeah. I will. And then the I, other I, thing. I'm is, sorry. I have a coworker whose name is John Knapp. So same. See? Like same thing. Right. And then the <laughs> other thing that I noticed is I, don't, I didn't notice anybody on the front page of the leaderboard for mm-hmm. the most part, except for Tony Finau. Like he yep, was on there. 10. Yeah, and I well, did. Wow, yeah, did top, he top 10, yeah. He finished yeah. top ten. Uh, I did yeah. notice did that. Yes, Bo, Bo Hostler was on there, and Bo yeah. Hostler, if I'm not mistaken, when he was coming out of the University of Texas, I think he was like in that range of players because Spieth was in there too. He was he was the one to watch. Hostler was, from what I remember. Um, and, but anyway, uh, but yeah, Finau was in there. Um, mm-hmm. Schaffler, uh, uh, Xander Shoffley was there. Uh, Zala Torres. Uh, Matsuyama, but they weren't like at the top, top in, in competition for the win. And I just looked at it like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know these guys. I don't no. know any of them. No. Yeah, I was I was watching this with a friend uh, who she knows a little bit about golf because she hangs around me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when the leaderboard rolled rolled up, she, that's her exact words were, I don't know any of these names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. said, Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> right. And by thank the way, you, no thank shade. You live no golf. shade. I just don't know him. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Live Golf. They took all our book ones. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and and and, well, and here's the thing. Like we said a couple of weeks ago, like one thing I would have doubled down on the PGA tour, and I didn't think about this, and I can't remember who said it, 
it was it was uh, one of the analysts on Golf Channel was that you know we know that Tiger you know the saying is he doesn't move the needle he is the needle. Um, I'm pretty sure the ratings, and I'll check this for that tournament for the Farmers Insurance was probably right in or specific uh, specific range that it always gets right. Like it wasn't as if dramatically less people watched it or more people watched it. And maybe they underestimated the power. I mean, I don't, I don't know because I don't, I didn't look yeah. at the rates. This is totally me just thinking out loud without any research. This is what we do right, a lot here. Right. What I do right. a lot here. Well, I, yeah, I, I would, I would, I'm going to say it's less than what it normally would be. One oh, because sure. they, I'm assuming, and this is again my assumption. <laughs> that's what we do here. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they moved the the day forward so it wouldn't compete with the NFL on Sunday. Right, um, right. So I, I, that's again championship I, Sunday, right? Yeah. That that would make sense to me. Um, but but it's be, but be, but like we said earlier, where when I looked when I pulled up my phone at one point, Tony, I think was the beginning of the third round. I think Tony was in two, second or third place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I turned it on on Saturday, he wasn't on the first page anymore. Yeah. So when I did watch it, it was because I had. You know, ran out of stuff to look at, basically, and then I came back to the PGA. So I, I would bet that the numbers are probably less than what they usually were because the lack of, quote unquote, star quality, uh, you know, in the field, or at least comp- being competitive. You know, can I make a suggestion? That that is, you guys, you guys remember a good point, right? Uh, to the PGA Tour, take this week the AT and T Pro Am, and the Tory Pine, the Farmers Insurance. And, oh, you know what? I guess it's Pebble. Yeah, to me, I think I talked about this last year. Mm-hmm. You got two really good venues, right. Pebble and Torrey, in no man's land. So for the AFC Championship one, let's, let's stick something else there. Or you know what? Put the pro. You know what? Put the program there. I'm sorry, AT and T. I'm sorry, Pebble. You're going on Championship Week and give Torrey Pines the full Thursday through through Sunday treatment. Mm-hmm. Swap them. Just swap them, yeah. Instead yeah. of having a show, because I'm sure the program doesn't get nearly as you know. You, you're you're kind of. I feel like if you swap them. You could the ATT program will probably do this, the same numbers it was going to do anyway because it's pro am golf ain't nobody watching that. Mm-hmm. And then Tory Pines, you could get you could capture a bigger, a slightly bigger audience, you know, right. early just early January. Right. Yeah, exactly because mm-hmm. yeah, just just because Tory Pines like the what I'm putting myself in the position of the director of golf at Pebble and at Tory where I'm just sitting there I'm just like bro I mean I'm you're on the slate every year but like right. I want. I want a better event. Like we got Riviera up the street sure, getting yeah. top booking yeah. with the Genesis. I'm trying to get on the screen, bro. Like, what's up? Like, let's get the program up out of here. Put that, put that at uh, I don't know, put that La Quinta somewhere, somewhere, somewhere <laughs> down there, bro. Right. A couple beach. Right, right, right. So I'm trying to. I'm looking here, and I'll I'll wait to do ratings because I do see stuff from maybe uh, 2022 and 2021. Right. And 2023. But until we get 2024, it's really not even relevant. So maybe next week we'll talk about those ratings and, you know, whether it increased, dipped, stayed the same. But it's a range. Like, what was Mm -hmm. the what was the what was the range? It's kind of like what I want to see. And maybe it didn't, you know, affect viewership a whole heck of a lot. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Because to be honest with you, I don't remember last year watching the Farmers Insurance Open or the last two years. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether I did or not. I mean, I may have watched. I know I did because. Okay. This, I mean, yeah, I know I did, but I didn't tell you who won. I mean, I, right. just, I looked at it, <laughs> looked at right, right, right. The standings so, there. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, but they were again. Um, didn't know any of the names. Um, I'm happy for the gentleman that won. Paven, uh, the Frenchman. What Paven is that? Was mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. So Mantu, you know, Mantui, M A T H I E, the French version of Matthew. 
Oh, it's pronounced Matthew. Matthew? Matthew or something like that. Like uh, <laughs> like Walter Matthew. Like that's how, that's the kind of what I'm going with there. Okay, that's what I think it is. But we don't know. But his last name we don't is know. David. Exactly. Yeah, we can say that part. Yeah, he won. He won on a birdie too. At least he won on a uh, on a. I did see that. Like his, I believe he had the birdie to win. And <laughs> okay. He, yeah, 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 yeah. The highlight came up. I mean, it was two I, days ago when I watched. I love it. how we report on yeah. sports. On the show. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. I think so. But yeah, whatever. yeah he did. I'm looking at it now. Yes, he did birdie 18. Yes, he did. It's fine. This is what we do. It's a long season. It's a long season. (laughs) He won. won. Exactly. Whatever his name is. Load management. However he did it. Yeah, load management. We're not going to pay attention to all this. So anyway, Uh, he did that. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I had to fly across the screen just now because my phone's listening to me and we're talking about golf. It just randomly <laughs> updated. Uh, golf Pass, the website, put out their list of 50 best public golf courses in the country for this yeah. upcoming year. And uh, we had one ranked sixth from our area in Maryland. One bully of the Maryland Rock. courses. No, no, one of the Maryland courses we played around. Not Bully. It's not Bully? No, no. It's uh, I'll give you a slight hint. It's in Moco Frederick up, up in that area. Merlin, oh, Merlin National? No. Worthington. Did he die? Oh, Worthington. Oh, Worthington. Worthington, Worthington really? Yeah. This has got to be wow. worth, that's got to be a breakthrough list for Worthington because usually when you talk like top anything in the country, you get to Maryland, it's either Bully, Bully. or Maryland National. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah. Worthington made it? Six, six top 10 on the, on their, no, on their list number of 50. Wow. It's number six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So well, it's was definitely there. the course is not for the clubhouse, but the clubhouse is like, eh. you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it's true. Got, it's got no pizzazz at all. That's true. It could probably use an update to match yeah. the course's right. prominence and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. 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 Wasn't Worthington, yep. wasn't that we played around there and then uh, Adam and. Oh, we yeah, saw it from. Uh, yeah. Uh, from I, Mediocre I, I, at the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That was right. Yeah. Worthington and Worthington is a tough spot. It's, you know, always yeah. in great condition. Great mm-hmm. course. You yeah. got to be able to play. You got to be able the to play. The staff. The staff there is good, too. So I do like just, staff. So I cli- yeah, they're, they're very helpful. So I clicked on the link, and this is basically – it was a 300,000 golfer submitted course reviews. This is what they t- – so they took the surveys from the golfers all throughout okay. 2023. These 50 facilities rose above the rest, and that's where we're – and to your point, LB, this the service and the great conditions and everything mm-hmm. else – Makes sense for why uh, for why Worthington, I guess, was was number six. So okay, cool. Hey, shout out to them. Yeah, I'm just congrats about to them. Worthington, um, you know, again, hole number one. They they made it a little easier by taking those trees off the the left side, and by easier, they made it easier for me because I tend to go. Left. What it makes it easier for you to find your ball when it goes down, right? Not to keep you have a chairway. They yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a chance goes... now on, on hole number one. No. But mm-hmm. isn't hole two is that like it slopes down? That is it oh, a par man. five? Maybe it's a par four, but it's long and it slopes down and comes back up. Yeah, and that's trouble. the one with the hell green where you have to hit over the trouble and the green oh. is pitched towards you and you can't yeah. hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it makes you just think like, who, who like not on tour can actually do this? Like, I don't are, are there regular people out here? Who can, and they are. And that's what that's what always yeah. depressed me about their game. Like my, my game. Like, yes, there are people who are normal people who work a nine to five who can hit this green in regulation. You just can and because yeah, just you suck yeah, right? yeah. no oh, other you reason. and everyone you know yeah. right <laughs> no you said so you guys can hit it i mean i just i just don't nah, you know nah. parted like maybe once luckily like and yeah. it was complete luck yeah it was greens are treacherous <laughs> yeah no, it's just crazy all right so that's pga i am looking forward to i i might watch a little bit of the program so what ends up happening is i think like on thursday and friday when i'm kind of sitting around i'll cut it on and with it being um 
you know, uh, like the start times because the West Coast is going to be later. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to jump on and watch some stuff in the late e- late afternoon, early evening, and you know, and stuff. But once the weekend hits, I probably <laughs> won't watch much of it. How much do you guys plan on watching uh, this uh, this program? It is not on my calendar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm working home all week, Claude. So, like you, it'll probably be on in the background at some point, and I'll just mm-hmm. look. And it's really just for me to look at Pebble. I'm right. just here. For, I'm just here to look mm-hmm. at them. I don't even know right. who's in the field or who the celebrities are, right. or whatever. So speaking of Pebble, um, Mike brought up a situation to us, and not that we're calling anybody a golf imposter. Not, th- oh, and obviously Mike's not, yeah. but he, yeah, I, no, he may is, have ran into a golf imposter. So anyway, yeah. Vern, you might tell the story better than I can. Yeah, so you're more familiar with it. I just laugh at it, but it is a, it is a, and not that we're golf snobs. We're not. It's just that we played in some top courses, mm, and so yeah, you can yeah. tell when someone is is gang about golf or not. But exactly. Great, somebody great, trying, great, try, great. somebody trying to pose as gang. It'll be. It's, and it's, it's, so Mike said he went over uh, his cousin's house, and he's and he's over there with some of his cousin's friends. A lot of these guys are like, you know. Uh, has done well in life for business or whatever. You know, they mm-hmm. all sit around just talking about stuff they do. And, and the, the cousin sub- did did mention to Mike, oh, these dudes play. Oh, they play. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they bow yeah, he said they, some, they did some golfers. And so the subject mm-hmm. of golf comes up, and one of the guys is like, oh, you oh, and the guy is asking Mike, like, oh, you mm-hmm. golf? He's like, yeah, I golf for you. Oh, okay, da-da-da. And, so, so, uh, so, again, another important part of this is Mike uh-huh. didn't initiate the golf, no. like, the golf test. Mm-hmm. Right, right. No, yeah, no. He's, he's he, guy, the guy called he's, Mike and said, you he's golf? chilling. And y'all yeah. know Mike will turn hot in a second, but Mike's chilling at this point. <laughs> Zero to 100. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's chilling right now. He didn't. Right. Okay. And so I guess, uh, I don't want to paraphrase. I'm probably going to botch a little bit. But the, the the gist of it is, like, the guy asked Mike, you know, do you play? And Mike's like, yeah. And he starts, uh, you know, talking about, I guess, Pioneers and everything else. Doesn't does come out with the, the B yet. Doesn't does drop mm-hmm. the, the banner on him. And the guy, I guess this guy is like, yeah, you know, I've been the best page. And pebble mm-hmm. uh and he mentions those two and mike's like oh that's what's up da, da, da. and he tells them hey you know we're going to wisconsin this year we're going to whistling straits mm-hmm. in aaron hills and the guy just gives a blank stare back just like oh, <laughs> don't even know what that is what what's that <laughs> And, imme- yeah. and, why, and why are and, those courses important? And immediately, oh. and immediately, you could tell. Like I, again, I told, I told Claude what Mike tells. I told Claude, I was like, "Yo, if this was again, you know, me crime, crime film, Brown. This is the crime film. This is the moment we all like. Everybody gets quiet around the thing. We start uh-huh. checking out the wires because you a fan. <laughs> you a fan. Oh, Whistling Straits is that something? It's like right. Hill. I should know so, that name. <laughs> but but no, but ser- on a serious note, like the, he he basically, and I guess he had been he had been to Pebble, he had been to Bethpage, mm-hmm. and he represented those to Mike as, as as if to say, I'm look at where I've played. I'm right, real right. golf. But he doesn't yeah. know anywhere else. I think he mentioned Whistling Straits, he mentioned Bandon at some point. He uh-huh. mentioned and he, Bandon and Mike tells you the story that there was no reaction. No to reaction. Right. Which, which to me means that he doesn't know where it is and he's trying to hide it. <laughs> right. So if, yeah. if you don't know Whistling and Aaron, you definitely don't know Bandon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so right. don't and so my whole thing to him when he told me this and I was all like, he kept saying, like referring to was well at Pebble, at Pebble. But at Pebble. anybody yeah. goes uh-huh. out there, you don't even really mention like I mean, if you're on tour, sure. I mean, you play at Pebble, all, you know, all, you know, every year or whatever. Right. But at the same time, if you go out to Pebble, you're not playing Pebble by itself. You're going to go to Spyglass. Yes. I mean, there's other courses you're going to go out there and you're going to be like, you know, Pebble's great. But man, the views at Spyglass and how like, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone that I know has gone there, ha- right. like have those different kind of conversations. And he's like, mm-hmm. all he kept talking about was Pebble. But he was yeah. just in Mike's golf gang that's how you represented uh, it but yeah. in fact you are not you are not golf. you're talking right. to a real you're real gangster this is a person who got into a fight one time in the cafeteria 
in high school talking to like a like a, 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 a amateur gold gloves champion like uh-huh. oh you fight i fight i fight right. like, like, well, actually i do this all the time but no like and so to me the the violation there lb was represent again class spanish yeah. bay like you know yeah you're Cyprus trying to point. you're trying to flex the pebble part oh, right. because that's all you have all you know. right. to somebody who who actually plays golf and will eventually get pebble in his uh, roller decks mm-hmm. of many other golf courses. But yeah, as soon as like when Mike tells the story, he's like, yeah, he says whistling straights in Aaron Hills. He said, where's that? Again, that's when the guns come out. It's like, oh, where's, right. oh I thought you said, I thought you said you was a golf. <laughs> no, I am. Pebble, that's the age. Right. You're a regular guy who has some clubs who happen uh-huh. to play pebble right. and best. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you some money and want to go out and do it. That's it. You heard mm-hmm. of pebble. And, 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 here's what and that's fine. fine. What it, what, it, what it reminds me of is the person who wants to pose as like a foodie, right? Like a yeah. like an Instagram food blogger. Yep. But you go to the mainstream restaurants and whatever city that everybody mm-hmm. knows about. I've been to Morton's. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the chain? Yeah. But the one who actually does it, they yeah. go to the ones that you got to, if you're a foodie, you know about them, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of what it Whatever my, but they mention some dish like, and it, and it just it lists the blanks. It's like, oh, did you try the uh, you know, salvagado? And it lists the blank stare. Like, hmm? did I try that? <laughs> no, I didn't try that. I had the chicken strips. <laughs> right. And Mike, Mike told me this story twice, and both times his level of irritation with the and he, he's weeks removed from this encounter. Yes, but he's yes. still irritated. You know, and by the way, look, listen, we are fortunate to be able to travel and play golf. You know what I mean? Number one, to play golf to me, you know, is a privilege. Not everybody's able to, True. which is why True. we love, um, you know, like the first tee, PGA Junior League, yes. and places like Second Swing. Anyway, anybody who will, and this is, and it's funny because. Golfers are the only ones in any kind of sport that I've run across doing this. Like if someone says they're interested in doing it, mm-hmm. I, golfers will say, "Oh, I've got extra clubs in my garage. Meet me so so you know anywhere." And you always trying to indoctrinate people into yeah, the always into trying the, to bring yeah. people in. And so we yeah. understand that yeah, we can laugh about you know being able to travel and stuff like that. But it is an extreme blessing, I think, to be well. Able- and play what are the, the game de- and travel, you know, and stuff. Yeah, like that. and when it, and and don't and again, it's a good point, Claude. It sounds it can sound snobby, but the detail about this story is that he's in a place with a bunch of other right well-to-do guys who are all like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, throwing yeah. their accolades around. So this yeah. guy, so we can be we can be a jerk to this guy because right. he's trying to flex on our buddy. Well, uh, have you heard of Pebble Beach? Actually, I have, and I've heard of other golf courses too. Besides that, so, <laughs> right? Relax, because right. we, we've all we've all given clubs away. We've all brought exactly. people in. We've all played for people's rounds. We've all tried to help. You know, different organizations like the first team. Claude has somebody living with him who he just supports regularly. LB for playing golf. Uh, Manny, he gives him clubs and money and takes him to practice. It's amazing. Right, right. By the way. He he opens up his season on the PG on the Mid Atlantic PGA Junior Tour at, at a Compass Point um, with a nine hole start in June. I'll keep it right up to date if you want to see it. And then and this is individual tournaments. And then he ends it with a, the uh, the uh, championship at Enterprise okay. uh, in August. And uh, he got PGA Junior League uh, coming up uh, starting in the spring. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Okay, so PGA, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike with the uh, with the golf stuff. Uh, LPGA. Did any of you guys uh, watch? I watched some of the LPGA, not as much as I normally do, but I did watch just um, uh, uh, Nelly Corda and Crazy Fashion mm-hmm. beats Lydia Ko and Nelly. So. I guess she's got nine wins on tour now. Her sister Jessica mm-hmm. has probably close to six, I think six or seven. Um, and 
you know, you got to love the quarter sisters, I think, right? Like, I mean, I like all the ladies on tour because if you ever are able to go to an LPGA tour, every single player loves stopping, talking to fans, taking pictures, signing autographs. It's easy to get access to the players. Their social media, and we had their social media content creator on the show Mm -hmm. uh, episodes ago, um, and he talked about how they all cooperate. Like, it's not even... Like they just jump on, they'll do a video, they do some stuff for social uh, because they want to promote the tour. And the quarter sisters, I mean, you know, they come from an athletic family. Like their brother, Sebastian, is a tennis player. I think their dad actually won an Australian Open, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe um, so. Yeah, I believe so. And so they come for that uh, from that. And, um, you know, Lydia Ko, a golf prodigy since 16 on the tour, a few points away from, you know, one. automatic... One, One point, point away yeah. being an automatic qualifier in the mm-hmm. LPGA Hall of Fame. She says, once I turn 30, I'm done. She wants to start a family, you know, and stuff like that, which is great. Um, and they were battling it out uh, for uh, for the win. Now, LB, uh, you know, you watched this and followed it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I Nelly, watched most of the final yeah, round. Go, go right ahead because I don't want to, um, you know, step. Yeah, so as you said, uh, Nelly won. Uh, so she had to go to, they had to go to playoffs. It went to two-hole playoff. Uh, but to get that, Nellie had to she she was three shots behind with two holes to play. <laughs> Some would call that impossible, right? Right. A little pressure, a little bit of pressure on her. So she had to execute in order to get make it to, to tie uh Lydia. Now, by so the she, way, she was leading from from the start. Yes. All the way up to this uh, up to the final round, and then she lost it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Nellie hits she eagles number 17. And she birdies 18. Lydia had a chance on 18 to uh, to put it away because she could have birdied 18. She had a birdie putt. Uh, well, obviously, she missed it right. and, and settled in for a par, which sent them into the playoffs. So in the first playoff hole. Now, before you get there, mm-hmm. now listen, people. Nellie had to eagle mm-hmm. and birdie. In order to get, get, get the Right. Yes. And she did it. <laughs> did it. Okay. Right. By the way. You know, beautifully adorned in a golf hoodie and joggers. Yes, it is literally the only outfit I'm wearing now when it comes. To, and it's funny because I get more of my golf fashion from the LPGA tour than the PGA tour. Much to LB, I don't know if you want to say that out loud. I do. I do. That's fine. I'm, I'm securing my manhood. It's all good. And you know, whatever people do is what they do. Me, I'm good at who I am. I just get my fashion cues from the LPGA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so uh so yeah, so she she makes this miraculous comeback to tie the to tie the uh to tie the score and they go to the playoff. They play 18 twice. Uh first time they play it, both hit you know good drives. Nelly outdrives Lydia by at least 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Um in the middle of the fairway, perfect shot. So and Lydia uh Lydia's shot goes up against the grandstand. So she's got to get it up. She, you know, she gets relief. She hits up there, uh, and she two putts for par. Well, no, one, two. No, she one putts for par. Nelly had a chance to win, and she missed it. Mm-hmm. So they go back and do 18 again. And and this time, the roles are reversed. They come back to 18. Nelly's against the grandstand, and Lydia's in, on the green, but she's a long way off. Um. And uh, long and short of it is, Nellie makes her putt, Lydia misses, 
Nellie wins. And that was her hometown. She's from that area. She's from, I think she's from Bradenton mm-hmm. uh, area. So right. that was her hometown crowd. You know, everybody's excited for her. I really, I was, honestly, I was rooting for Lydia because I thought it would be, she, with the win, she would have had two consecutive wins for the season. Season opener, she won last week. So this has been two in a row. And she would have gotten the the points she needed to be Hall of Fame eligible. Right. And, and her and Jason Day would have, because I mean, her and Jason Day won that Grant Thornton. Grant Thornton thing, right. But that doesn't count. I don't think right, that counts right. against no, no, for, no, for no, what no. she needed. No. Because what I, and this goes, this kind of dovetail back to what we talked about last week with the young and I uh, forget his name already, who won the amateur who won last oh, week. Dunlap. Dunlap. Yeah. Now pro. Right. Nate who is now, now pro. pro. <laughs> um, because if Lydia, if, now what I thought would have been dope if Lydia had won and got the point she needed to be Hall of Fame eligible and said, I got my point. I'm retired as of right now. <laughs> that I may never play golf again. I don't yeah, know. I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I reached my goal <laughs> and I'm done. Uh, see y'all later. Uh, <laughs> How old is she again? She's not. Like no, she's tw- like 20. That. Yeah, 20 something. Man, mid, that would be, early, that would be insane. That yeah. would be crazy. Like, hey, I've already <laughs> achieved it, guys. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so that, to that college was... and try something new. I'm going to get into finance. Like what? Figure how many spend all these millions I made over my career. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a good term. I yeah I yeah I'm glad I watched because I don't you know I don't watch the NFL. I'm sure you all would knee deep in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were watching and there were texting going on about the, yes, <laughs> about yes, the so. game. And I will admit that I did. I got a few texts from people. Oh man, did you see that? Like no, no, I didn't see that play. <laughs> I was watching golf. <laughs> nice nice yeah so yeah no i mean you know again you know we support the lpga um you know we watch you know the tournaments and mm-hmm. um you know so nelly's sister jessica is pregnant right now and oh, is she? i didn't know that yeah yeah and so mm-hmm. she was saying that her sister was texting her you know not putting any pressure but just like you know it's just like you get all these things and it's good to know that your family's watching you mm-hmm. know and stuff and I, her brother I'm sure was playing in the Australian Open, so I know he probably wasn't there. Right. Uh, even though he, I mean, he didn't. I mean, he didn't go like super far, like a quarterfinal or semifinal. But right. um, he's definitely, like, I think, a top twenty player on on the tennis tour. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, again, when it comes down to Lydia Ko and um, Nelly Corder, you can. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter to me who you know who wins. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I was rooting for Lydia though, LB, like you said, to kind of yeah. get her that point. So mm-hmm. she can kind of, you know, get into that Hall of Fame and have it already wrapped up and just see how long she wants to play. Right. After this, yeah. you've got the point. How much longer do you want to play? Mm-hmm. Just see what, you know, and just see what happens. Uh, yeah. 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 Her legacy yeah. is secured, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. So yeah. I guess we've got the Pro-Am coming up this weekend. Um, none of us seem excited about it. So we'll see mm-hmm. if we watch it. Uh, <laughs> and, and either way, whether we watch it or not, we'll report back either with That's like, right. Highlights. the way LB yeah. does, mm-hmm. or the way Vern and I were like, oh, well, I think this, or I think, you know, I don't know. We'll see, and so, we'll see how that goes. Oh, LB, before mm-hmm. we close out, because we still got more talk, it's not golf-related, but you went to a blues concert where you saw a legendary blues performer. Yes, I did. So, folks, I went to uh, Ramshead on stage out in Annapolis last night, mon- last night being Monday, uh, to see Bobby Rush. And now I've if you listen to blues, you've heard Bobby Rush music, you know, your whole life because he's been doing it for, I don't know, 70 years, I think. <laughs> um, it was one of the best blues concerts I've ever been to. He 
He's 90 years old, folks. Let's start there. He's 90. <laughs> He's 90 years old. No cane. Nobody's helping him stand up. You know what I mean? He's walking around. He's playing the harmonica. He's singing. He's telling stories. That that concert was so good. I mean, just because of all the things that he all the things that it encompassed. He he to he was doing stand up. He was teaching us lessons, history lessons about the blues and and just being black in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, the music was outstanding. The band was tight. He told several stories. Um, he's got over four hundred songs that he's that he has written. That's ridiculous. Over four hundred songs. Um, he, he was born in uh, he was born in Arkansas, and he you know moved around a couple of different places, uh, Louisiana, Memphis, all those kind of places as most blues musicians do. Um, he told this story of being hired. One of the first people that hired him was Al Capone's brother. Wow. <laughs> right. Then he and he worked in a nightclub bar type place. And again, this is we talking in the in the in the 50s, 40s and 50s. Yeah. Where he had to perform behind a curtain so mm-hmm. nobody could see him. They would listen, they loved his music. Yeah, but so yeah. He, but they didn't want to see him. Yeah. And that's how he that's that's how he performed in this particular situation. Um, he told so many stories. I can't recant them all because I, I was trying to, you know, I'm trying to listen as well as sometimes trying to record some of the stuff, you know, for Instagram. Trying to be in the moment. You know? Yeah. But it was so it was so good and so entertaining. Like I say, I, you learn so much stuff about him and just how how it was to be uh, a black musician doing, you know, during those times. Uh, he has a book out now that's called uh, I Ain't Studying You. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I, I purchased it today. I, I want to read it. Um because he, he was just such a such a um mesmerizing entertainer. Um I highly recommend if he if he's in your town and you get the opportunity to see him, you have to go. Um now I, I have a I have a small uh small world situation that happened at this event as well. So I went with her. I had a date, thank you very much. And she and I were sitting seated at a table, table for four. So we're sitting there and let me back up. When I walked into the when we walked into the facility, a guy passed me in a hat. And I looked at him and I thought to myself, hmm, I've seen that guy before. <laughs> but you know, I go to I I love the blues and I go to a lot of blues concerts, a lot of jazz stuff. So I, you know, I see people all I see. The jazz scene, in my opinion, is very small in the DMV. You see a lot of the same people over and over again. So when I saw this guy, I'm like, I just assumed I had seen him at another, you know, some other jazz event. So we go and we get, we sit down, whatever. And a few minutes later, you know, they bring another couple to our table. And it's the same guy I had just passed in the, in the lobby is now seated next to me. And, and his wife is, you know, seated at the table as well. So we, you know, we're, we're you know, 30 minutes before the show start, we just, start talking about blues and jazz concerts they they go to a lot of stuff um i go to a lot of stuff and we were comparing notes we talked about i don't know if you all remember years ago i had been on the wpfw with uh miss christy property who was Mm -hmm. uh, the dj at wpfw who was since since left us passed away um and they they knew christy property so now now we're like oh wow so we're, we're you know we're talking about how we knew christy 
um, this, our interactions in this concert and that concert. And I'm a member of the DC Blue Society. They're a member of the Baltimore Blue Society. <laughs> and we just, I mean, we're having a good conversation. We never exchange names this whole time. Now we're just, we're just talking. So the concert goes on, the concert ends. And at the end of the concert, because I advertise golf DMV whenever I have the opportunity, mm-hmm. I pull up my business card. I say, hey, man, do you play golf? He says, no, I don't. I said, well, here, here's my card. Just take a listen to the show. It's entertaining. You know, we laugh a lot. You might, you might enjoy it. And he says to me, Claude, he says, <laughs> my nephew does a golf podcast. And and I and this Wait is a, a minute. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. And this is a black guy I'm talking to. And he says his nephew does a golf podcast. <laughs> and he's black. And I'm thinking to myself, there is no other black podcast in the DMV that I don't know about. This is a, this is news to me. Who is your nephew? Right. And he says, Vernon, Vernon Brown. No, <laughs> no, not Vern. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then it dawned on me where I knew this guy from. Mm-hmm. When Glenn got married, <laughs> Vern had told me before we even got to the wedding, before we even went to Jamaica, he said, "Man, I want you." He said, "LB, I want you to meet my cousin Keith. Y'all gonna be friends." He said, "Y'all." He said, "You you gotta meet my cousin Keith, my mm-hmm. uncle Keith, my uncle Keith, yeah. my uncle Keith." So. When he said <laughs> Vernon Brown, it hit me like a ton of bricks. All the I said, Uncle there. Keith. And he said, yeah. And then he looked at me like, well, how do you know me? Yeah. And then I was like, remember at the wedding, at the reset, before the wedding even started, we were standing out on like a veranda overlooking the ocean and the pool and stuff, and Vernon introduced me to you. And he said, that was you? I'm like, yeah. And then we... It was it was crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, well, that's nuts. So here's the thing. So from my perspective, last night I'm just chilling watching uh watching the game and I get a I get a text in the we have a family chat. So I get a text uh-huh. from my aunt, uh, and it's a picture of LB and Keith. And I didn't even when I saw it, I thought sometimes we'll we'll do like a, a you know, hey, remember this or something. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of glanced at it and I didn't take stock of what they were wearing or the time. I was like, oh, okay. I, I assume. Must be from the wedding. Oh, from Jamaica. That's from Jamaica, yeah. whatever. And then <laughs> if the text kept going, and then my mom was just like, is this the guy from the event? And then I asked him questions. I was like, what are y'all talking about? You just met LB. I was like, yeah. And then I'm looking. I was like, oh, it's from today. And then I said, oh. And so, yeah, I told him. I was like, yeah, that's LB. You better see. They was like, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it is, yeah, Keith is a blues. He's yeah, a blues hound. He yeah, goes everywhere. Yeah. Him and my aunt. Yep, exactly. So, aunt. yeah, we, we laughed about that. It was so funny. And then we start recanting the whole wedding and yep. how much fun we had and everything that happened there. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was really cool. So much so that we got to talking about blues. They told me about another festival that I didn't know about. I've already booked a hotel for that festival. It's in November. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, we go, we're going to, we're going to get together and maybe hit some of these concerts and stuff that we, obviously we both have, uh, you know, right. love for, probably for going music. To anyway. yeah. 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 So yeah, it was, I, I just couldn't, and then it, we sat there and started talking so much that the lady who like clears out the the, the venue so standing over you, right? She said, uh, she said, "Hey, I, you know, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt your conversation, but uh, y'all need to leave. I got to get out of here. It's time to go. Like we're trying because to... we looked up and we were the only ones left. Bob, in the, in Bobby Bending gone. Yeah. He in the next town, right? <laughs> yeah. And if I can say something real quick, like it was pretty cool what you said earlier about Rush. Uh, I'm probably gonna go look him up. Uh, 
when you said the part about Capone, what a what a gig to get. Just right. like, hey, you know, you're a struggling art, black artist in, the, in Chicago, I guess, at the time. And it's just like, hey, we got you again. Great. Who is it? It's Al Capone's brother. It's like, well, you, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't need it's fine. I, don't I can take the other one. Right. Yeah, you can get right. it. No, no, you're playing for him now. You're playing for him now. Cool. Get the notes right. You better be good. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my small small world situation, and it was it was just so fun because they were they they were well, obviously they cool people, and uh, it was just fun to to sit and talk with them. Uh, I have two more things to say. One, the guy who sat behind us at the table, people. When you go to concerts, mm-hmm. you know, most people, that whatever concert you go to, most people there know the words to the song. Mm-hmm. Please don't sing loudly. Just don't do that. We yeah, didn't come. Let, let we did not come to hear concert. you sing. Yeah. We came to hear yeah. the person on the stage yeah. sing with the microphone. Especially this, something like Ram's Head, where it's where it's not right, like a, a stadium small, where we right. can wash out. Like yeah. we're gonna very clearly uh, hear you. This he was dude, singing he, loud enough to be heard. Yes, yes, he uh, yes he was. And I I did I wasn't armed, so I didn't say anything to him. I kind of looked over my shoulder a couple of times, like, come on, man. But yeah. I, you know, I mean, I I didn't want I didn't want that confrontation because he was a big dude. But <laughs> that's, that's where you need the yeah. artist to just kind of put him out. Like, hey man, I got it. Right. Yeah. yeah I got the yeah. microphone. Let me do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and finally, I got one more. I just have a quick shout out to do. And hopefully, maybe they're still listening. Maybe they're not. Um, <laughs> but I'm doing my part because I told them I would. Um, over the weekend, I made I purchased a new vehicle and I need to shout out two people, uh, Hassan and Tony, who is the general. Hassan is the, the sales guy and uh, Tony is the general manager at the uh, Genesis dealer out in Chantilly, uh, I need to thank them. They gave me at least what I consider a very a very good deal. Uh, they got me in, they got me out. Um, if you are in the market for Genesis, I would suggest you go to that dealership because I was treated very well. Um, and that's as much as I'm going to say. Uh, anything else after that, Tony or Hassan is going to have to cost you as a sponsor. Please do. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I mean, we got the Genesis Open coming up. We can broadcast live from a Genesis dealership during yeah, the Genesis do, Open. Hey, we'll do it. I'll be there. Yeah. But let's talk about it. Okay, let's guys? Tony and Hassan, let's talk, let's talk about this thing. We can make it work. Okay. Very reasonable uh, to fit into any marketing budget, by the yes, way. We right. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. It's Golf DMV, everybody. Uh, anywhere where you get your podcast. By the way, we're going to help you figure out. It's got to work with the parent company, but help you figure out how, like if you're listening through Google Podcasts, that's going away mm-hmm. for April, YouTube right. music. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to help you figure out to make sure you get that. But I've got to talk to the parent company to make sure that they're going to take care of their responsibilities to do that. But anyway, through any of your favorite podcast platforms, um, also on 1500 AM and as a possible other radio station mm-hmm. that might pick us up. I'll let you know about that uh, coming up once that deal is signed. And by the deal is signed, we're going to see if there's money associated with it. But anyway, <laughs> it's called the MP, uh, and we'll be back next week.